Welcome everybody to Saves Together, a podcast about playing games together. Whether that means co-op or passing the controller back and forth or just playing the same game at the same time, it doesn't matter how, it only matters that it's together because... When you save together, you stay together. Hey, this is episode 13. Yes. Yes, got it. And the topic for today is Unravel 2. Wow. Not Um, Unravel 1. We like just doing sequels, not the first ones. Yeah, because you know, well, last episode was Disney Infinity 3.0. Although I don't really know if that counts. Do we have a sequel? We should take a little graph of that. But enough about that, because I have something we to say. We should take a graph. Of take it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We should make a graph out of how many should games we, we have. Once we have more episodes, we've I only think. done that were sequels, which I think is all of them. No. Thinking right now, I'm trying to think and Scribble Knots Unlimited, which is a sequel. Secret Diablo Legends. Diablo Three. Secret Legends is, is a remake the of MMOs. The, okay. Borderlands Two. Yep. <laughs> Borderlands 2. Disney Infinity 3. Oh my god. Yeah, Diablo 3. That's bad. Super Mario Odyssey, but that's still kind of like those 3D. Well, you know. Regardless, I had something serious to say. I'm Craig McGowan. That's Grace Novak. This is our podcast, but I want to take a moment to sit you all down and teach you about brushing. No. Brushing (laughs) is a scam, an online retailer scam where somebody- They do it in China. I think they probably do it everywhere. Well, That's it not... seems from the articles, it's done primarily in China. If you ever receive a package that's just two uninflated, one-shaped balloons... <laughs> never, or junk. Or just garbage in general, don't worry. It's just a retailer paying to increase their sales numbers legit in quotes, Lee. Like, you know, it is a real sale because someone did buy it. But So we just got a package in the mail. Hi, excuse yeah. me. Wow, he know he loves Sorry. to take my stories, but essentially not this your is story. all about me. Okay, this fine. is all about me. I got a package in the mail from Wish, which, by the way, I have never used before. I'm happy to say because let me tell you, that site's full of a whole lot of crap. And most of the time, when you're buying things, it's not what you actually order. Not the point. So we I don't even this... have to buy anything to get what we didn't order. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's proof that Wish I, is not great. I got this package and I opened it and I was like, okay, what is this? A gift? It was just like pink, shiny paper and it's then a, i unfold them what's that material called vellum i don't know and they are giant number one balloons deflated uh we have no way to inflate this i know does anybody have helium <laughs> send us helium to 6102 p.o box 422 originally we were worried because we're like oh my god someone stole my credit card and my identity and my phone number and i looked into it and you know none of this at, at least it didn't hit any of my cards it's and then we looked it up and it happened to like some other people with not just wish but alibaba and some other chinese specific like manufacturers and sites so yeah this but, is called brushing right but i don't i just feel like it's not a, it's not like a chinese thing it happens to those chinese retailers but i bet this will happen all over the place. Right. I'm I just saying that that's where it's predominantly being done. But the currently. idea is a retailer pays a person to steal people's identities and uh-huh. make fake accounts with them. So fake, you know, our address, but a fake account. And we, you know, not us, obviously. And just buy 1,000 things and send them to real addresses. And then under my name, like, make reviews. And usually it's for not for the, it's not for these number one balloons. It will probably be for a different product. But, it's like a but fa- there was a real sale with junk. a paper trail. Like there's, yeah. there's a tracking number. Right. It came to us. Right. So it's kind of a brilliant, I don't know. it's kind weird. of a brilliant scam. Uh, I was worried at first, but Anyways, it's not something to be worried about. Turns out. Yeah. If you ever so. get a package that you didn't, didn't ask for that has your exact name on it, maybe I mean, open it. Maybe it'll be, statement. check your statements, but maybe open it. Maybe get some free balloons out of it. Or hair ties. Anyways, Grace Novak, what have you been playing? I've been playing Octopath Traveler for the Nintendo Switch. How do you feel about that? 
I feel pretty good. I like it so far. I mean, I love JRPGs, and I like that there's something very different about this one in that you have eight party members, but you kind of collect them as you go, and you can start as any of them, and they all have their own story. And I was thinking, you know, it kind of makes sense that all these random people with, you know, their own separate goals would just sort of band together for the safety of traveling through, you know, a dangerous JRPG-like land. So I, I like it. I mean, it's kind of weird, essentially starting over and over and over and over and over. Really? You have to You have to do that? <laughs> well, it, it feels a little bit like that, but it's really just kind of like, oh, do you want to see their story? You say yes, and then you kind of get the little cutscene, and then you go through a dungeon, and you fight a boss. And that's the essential format for all of these characters. And I can see where some people would be like, oh my god, like, can we just like get on with the game? But I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying it, because I like meeting these new characters. But I can absolutely see how it can be tedious because that's essentially what it is this beginning of the game is going from town to town finding someone new they're like hey here's my story you want to help me out let's all travel together then you you know on and on how do you feel about the look of it because in my experience it's 50 50 people who like it and people who don't now that's only four people so it's two that do and two that don't but <laughs> real good statistics here Yeah, that's a very very accurate statistic i but. really like it i think it's different it's like a pixel look but with like a tilt shift sort of yeah action I, going on and some blurriness a lot of light effects i don't know i'm into it i can tell what's going on on the screen and that's um that's important <laughs> 3d like lighting rendering and and 2d water pixels. on 2d pixels that's been weirdly like tilt shifted. so there's like it so there's like depth of field it doesn't look good to me well but, i think it's really fun to look yeah. at so i you know i guess it's polarizing and, in that way and honestly it's more important that you like to look at it because you're the one playing it very true, Craig. So what are you playing? Um, not much at the moment. I just, I literally went down to check the mail and then the balloon uh, thing happened because I was getting my copy of Gravity Rush 2, which oh. uh, I'm excited about. So as soon as we're done recording here, I'm going to go start playing that. And you've been playing anything else or not really, right? I haven't. I, uh, I You're in a slump. Not a sl- It's the drought. It's the summer drought. It's a real thing. <sighs> People like to say it's not, but it is. Because I always have a game to play. The drought in the sense that I'm going back now to old stuff. Gravity right. Rush 2 uh, kills... Oh my god, I always do that. Horizon Zero Dawn. You say Killzone instead I always of Horizon say Zero Dawn? Yeah, That's I don't know why. That's um, some strange well, mix-up. Because it's the same developer. Uh, and so the Z, I guess. Killzone, Horizon. I, I don't know. I guess so. I'm also I'm a, I'm a quirky fella. <laughs> um, Indeed he is. But yeah, so I haven't really been playing much. A lot of, a lot of Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, I'm that's true. I'm really into yes, Pokemon Go now. You are very much... We have to walk near all the Pokemon. Stay tuned for the saves together Pokemon Go cast no, live in no, the field. No, 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 none of that. Oh, that's right, because I have to play alone. I can't download it. My my stupid cheap phone has no memory. I'm sorry, it's not cheap, but it has no memory. It has, it has eight far, gigs of memory. Far from cheap. Yeah, that's crazy. Mine, yeah. thankfully, is expandable. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into it. Unravel two. Yeah. Developed by Coldwood Interactive and published by Electronic Arts, the enemy of gamers across the world. <laughs> um, the evil gaming company. Unravel 2 was released on June 9th, so I think that means it is our most current is it? like played to episode game. Yeah. Only only second might be Kirby Star Allies. Oh yeah, true. But I think that took us longer to beat. So yeah, I really true. do think this is the fastest turnaround we've ever had, and I'm proud of us. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, came, it came out on uh, Windows, PC, uh, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. On the day of E3 when they announced it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. They announced they it. They had the and trailer, they were like, and they're like, it's out now, because you have to have one of those every you got E3. To. 
uh, the genre is like a platformer. You're mm-hmm. kind of like your standard puzzly, physics Left to right platformer. Left to right platformer. Um, what type of co-op would you say it is? The co-op in this was definitely like built, I'm just saying, it, it's couch. Couch uh, co-op? Is, is there online? I don't think you can even do online. Yeah, it's definitely built for the game. Like the whole point and story is kind of built around the co-op experience. So, so you know, more like in the in the vein of a way out. Um, shared loot, there is no loot or XP in this game. Nope, no, only one kind of collectible, and that's the, like, little white shiny balls of light mm-hmm. that you, like, do a harder jump to get in, you know? Actually, yeah, maybe those do get you something, but I don't know what it oh, could be. Oh, yeah, like picture pieces, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, that's but picture pieces? I don't know if at, when you unlock all the picture pieces, you get anything. Yeah. There are, like, collectibles in that you can unlock new yarny bodies and colors which is really funny because we got excited about this when you found you could like you have to customize your yarny you have to beat a challenge level right and you unlock a new head and color and 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 body and eyes funny because yeah yarny's friends and it's like barely different like almost every options all look almost the same every head is basically two horns two there is one three horn oh oh special like why i just there should have been one that's like way like like goes way back behind you like a like I want to say Phoenix Wright, but that's wrong. Oh, like Sonic? Some sort of, but Sonic like even that. farther. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Wow. Like a big ponytail type of thing, but not a ponytail. I mean, like we were spike. talking about this game in relation to Little Big Planet 3, because we also played that and did, um, we did an episode on that. And we thought, you know, it's similar in the 2D platformer, and the physics are really good. Like, we like the physics more in this game yes. than we do in little big planet but we w- wish there was that more customized like customization like hats why can't you already have a cape oh yeah. my god imagine you with a cape you with a cape would be awesome yeah but i w- i mean i like his original design i think that's a big part of the game too yeah. so definitely I like know. i'm not shitting on his design but i am a little bit uh separate mode or full full mode progression things to unlock we already said the, right. the characters drop in drop out yes. yes you can like you press start and you go i'm done and that's it. And then you're back to one player. And so, actually, that's interesting about the game is there's some puzzles that require two people. You can play this game fully single player, but you just have to, you move one guy into position, hit triangle, now you're moving the next guy. Right. Because you're attached by string. You're, you're two yarnies that are physically attached by a piece of yarn. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for something. <laughs> for saving together? Together. Oh, yeah. This is the saves together yarny cast. Uh. <laughs> saves together together cast. Where we find games that are all about being together. Yeah, that's right. Difficulty of the co-op, or let's just say since, let's just say in general. Sometimes it was hard. Sometimes it was fine. Most of the time it was fine to easy. There were some levels that were harder. Not because of being, I would imagine playing this game co-op is absolutely easier than going back and forth between two characters. I would disagree because. You have more control. If I die, we both die. Oh, that's okay. See, so, that's the annoying thing. And and we were talking about this with Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet is nice because you can die, but keep going without your friend. Mm-hmm. And they'll eventually respond when you get to those checkpoints. But in this game, when Craig or me dies, the, the level is over. Game over. Yep. I mean, it's not level over, right? You just go back to a checkpoint. Right. But, yeah. I mean, luckily, the checkpoints progress, are like your, very close. Your progress stops. So if there's a hard jumping incentive, there's a button in this game. If you're playing two player, I mentioned triangle and single player. But if you're playing in multiplayer like this in co-op, and you hit triangle, one of you jumps onto the other one's back and you become like a double double color yarny. Right, and you're basically playing one And then character. one person has control. Yeah. So this game, if you ask me, is legitimately designed with incentive to stop playing co-op. Because if there's a hard jumping portion, 
Yeah, we would just like have one of us jump on each other's back. I would be like, just jump on my back. I- I'm gonna, or uh, really, it'd be more like I'm kind of a- annoyed by this, so I'm just gonna hit triangle and she's gonna do the jumping. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets past that, I'll hit triangle and jump off. You know, I I do th- want to say though, I don't think we did it that often. But we did it often enough for me to think that's a weird design choice. Yeah. Now, yeah, I understand. This. I think the argument could be that it's a game for the anyone. Oh, anyone can play. <laughs> I was or the say, metaphor. The metaphor that when we're connected, so it may, it would make sense by the design like, of the hey, characters. Hey, I need your help. That that right, thing. or if one dies and the other dies too, because they're connected by a string, and it's like they're sharing a life. Sure, but I'd like to play my games. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that it's annoying. I'm just saying. I. I think it's a good <laughs> from mechanic. an artistic point of view. It makes sense. I think it's a good mechanic that, granted, we could have just not used. But what mechanic? Being able to jump into your back. I oh, think it's right. a good mechanic in the sense that if you weren't very good at games, we could still play this game oh, together. that's true. It could be like, I don't, I'm bad at controlling. Can you help me? Yes. But in this, it was like, if we both screw this up, we both are unhappy because we have to start over. Right. Or and like, it would oh, always be one or the other. We right, would right, go right. through the challenge or and my would die. And next time we would try again and Craig would die. Like it, it was pretty equal. And But in the interest of fairness, none of none of this took us more than like four or five tries. Right. It was never a really hard point. It just was an interesting thing that I noticed of like, they, I when I would set the controller down, it'd be like, oh, no, you, you just do it. I right. Don't, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I don't think that's the best way to, to, to accomplish it. I think Little Big Planet's a little bit better about letting someone die and then come back without too much punishment a little bit later. Yeah. I wonder if they looked at Little Big Planet when making this game at all. I feel like you have to when you're making a game that has a character like that. and Maybe. And it's a very similar game except for the building part. I don't know. I feel like maybe everybody that's in game design has looked at Little Big Planet. Yeah. Because it's probably competitiveness of the co-op or friendly fire. Let's let's wrap that in there. Is there any way no. to hurt each other? Yes. No. What? It's not competitive in like the sense that there's oh, a high score. Oh, you're talking about like holding the rope. Yeah. At any moment, you can hit L2. You can change it so you both have to be hitting L2. So that's a cool accessibility type thing. At any moment, I can hit L2 and basically stop letting her get string from me. <laughs> yeah, he like hold the Yarny will hold on to the string, and this mechanic is used to swing from the other Yarny. So one Yarny will stand on top, the other Yarny, and it's cool in this context, will drop down and swing by holding the rope. But yeah, you. But if, that means if I jump, he can just hold it, and then all of a sudden we're both stopped. It's cool in the mechanic. It's what you say is in the a, way you use it in this context or in all. It's a really cool thing that you can do, but you can use it to kind of grief each other. Yeah, but so, we didn't do it too much. No, because that's just being an asshole. So it's really not part of the game. It's and, not going to happen. And I to like you. that you could turn it off just yeah. to prevent the assholes, the inevitable assholes who will just like do it constantly. You know. Right. It, but it sure was funny once in a while when like you're like, I'm going to make it. <laughs> oh. Was there any strategy or tactics involved in us playing? Did we discuss? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, there were some levels where you had to do. Like the chicken, what is what comes to mind immediately? Or I'm sorry, what what did you call it more more than once? A guinea fowl. I don't know what the it is. The guinea fowl. I don't know what I don't, that is. It doesn't is. look like a chicken. It looks like a guinea it, fowl. It, yeah, it looks like a, a hellbird. Anyway, there was a moment, a level with the hellbird following you around. That's what's in the trailer too. So you may remember from the trailer the bird, and you have to like basically distract the bird and then get around him. And we can talk about that later because that goes into some things I don't like about the game. But that yeah. ha- that had strategy. Let's wrap up the factors here and let's get into our experience. That sounds good. Um, the first thing I want to ask before we get too serious, Sackboy versus before Yarny. Before we get too serious. <laughs> Sackboy versus Yarny, who would win? Um, in, level, in terms of cuteness? Fighting. Fighting. Definitely, okay, Sackboy. I mean, I think Yarny loses most fights between any... 
other character because Yarny is a, is a character of peace essentially. Sackboy has a gun, right? I mean, he can get a yeah a splatnator and Sack, stuff. Sackboy is. But yeah. Yarny has string that he can fully use to his advantage. So I, I just think don't Yarny even think would, Yarny would fight. I think Yarny would would grappling hook himself up to the ceiling, come down the other side so he's got like a ladder he can use. Or like hang hang above, and when he sees the opportunity, drop down behind him and just strangle Sackboy. I don't think Yarny would have the balls to do. I such think you're thing. right, actually. I don't think Yarny. <laughs> I think Yarny's a peacekeeper. He is. He's Anyways, saving his uh, friends. Before we talk about the experience, I want to point out I took a lot of negative notes when I was just running through my notes. Most of them are negative, but I had a decently positive experience with the game. So I mean, this a- goes back to what we talked about last episode. We call this Craig's state of mind syndrome. And essentially, when something, one thing negative happens, you can start to spiral. And then the, for the rest of the time you play in the game, you, you think you're not having a good time. No, that's not <laughs> what I was going to... Maybe that's it, but I... No. I oh, no? <laughs> just all the things that were noteworthy to me were the negatives, and all the positives were just... Like, it, it was fun. Yeah, like, it was an overall fun experience for me Overall, well. I had fine time playing it. Fine. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, holy shit. Whereas, I can't think of another time where I took this... Uh, not, I didn't take a lot of notes, but where most of the notes were like things that were things I don't like, but I actually don't not like the game. I think this is worth playing, if yeah. that says anything. I mean, yeah. I think this is a fun... I like that it's quick and simple and easy to get. Yeah, it's only it's fun s- to play with somebody else. It's only seven levels. Yeah, it's not long. And you don't have to do the challenge levels to get the extra characters. Right, but I think those are actually um, fun. Yeah, those actually are my favorite part of the game. Yeah. The two things I really, really love in this game is the swinging mechanic between each other. Yeah, me too. And the challenge levels, which involve... Generally, those were best played with one person. But a couple of them were like... A couple of them were the co-op based. Yeah. But to me, they were a little bit disjointed. Like, some would be really fun and make sense, and we would eventually get it. And some would be like... I think there was just one there in was particular one? that was like, what the what? hell is the solution? What was that called? I wish I, I remember, remember the name. I don't remember, but it was really dumb. It's the one, if you've played it, it's the one where you have to loop yourself around a, a hay, hay bale. bale yeah. And then use a machine to lift the hay bale. And you have... To, basically, it's a puzzle to use... The way your string is looped around stuff. Which is a lot of the puzzles, but usually those make sense. But this one, there's something off about it where you like tie yourself, loop yourself, tie yourself, and then magically you're you're not. Yeah. I, we it even was, watched a video and we did it and we're still like, we don't get it. That's the one challenge <laughs> level. We did a lot of them. That's the one challenge level that I was like, I do not understand this. Yeah. And it's because it doesn't make sense. We did not play Unravel 1, so we don't have a lot of context for what has changed. True. Um, cause Unravel 1 is not co-op. I've heard that this game is much faster. I, I think if they, if that's true and I believe it, uh, they did a very good job on that front then. Cause I think it f- controls very well. It's, yeah, me it's too. a slightly floatiness, but not the floatiness of Little Big Planet that people complain about. And the swinging, man, just. It's it, really fun. There's a lot of levels where you're just swinging from one little, you know, they have these swing points to another and it's and you swing yeah. all the way around them and there's like physics and how you jump and th- that is really enjoyable. You know, you compare it to Spider-Man multiple times. You're like, I hope Spider-Man is like this. Uh, yeah, just like the way the swinging, I feels guarantee good. it will be. Yeah. Uh, the swinging feels fun and, and right. Little Big Planet had swinging. It had the really grabby gloves with the swinging ropes yeah, and that was just like as that. fun, oh, really? I would say. But this game is more built around just that. Yeah. And I love the idea that you can be my anchor point. So it's a yeah. movable swinging anchor point rather than the ones the game I tells you I thought that was definitely use. like the most creative thing that they did with that. Uh, the, the guinea fowl chicken asshole is the worst level in the whole game. Agreed. I, I, I think most of the levels in this game were 
simple and you can get through them almost without any trouble. But the one that we came and it wasn't challenging in the way of like it should be challenging. It was challenging that the des- it didn't make sense that the, the way the guinea fowl was like, I don't know, programmed. It seemed like we couldn't we didn't understand how to make it like how to make it work. You're supposed to like distract, distract it, it. Yeah. and then go around and stuff like that. And also its speed seemed very like. What speed can this damn thing run? Can it run a thousand well, miles an hour or two? we don't know the, the scale of Yarny. So we seem like we're going fast. I mean, Yarny is very small. I also think Yarny uh, scales up and down like cartoons sometimes. Like <laughs> It's like, wait a minute. I don't know. Maybe. Because there's sometimes where it's like, wait, we're the size of that. And then sometimes where we're much, it seems like we're much bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, it's a little weird. That uh, doesn't bother me. On that same note, I think the aesthetic is not great of this whole game. The serious tone of the story and the the real life kind of photorealistic I don't know, uh, I didn't mind it. levels. But I had a problem with the 3D-ness. Sometimes there would be a wall you were supposed to wall jump off of, uh-huh. but it was like this weird bent pipe. Yeah, it was and, hard to tell what you were supposed to interact with sometimes. Yeah, like am I supposed to jump over that, under it, off of it, ignore it? You know what did help, and I think this is they probably did this to solve that issue, was the whole time you're following a little spark, and the spark almost every single time is giving you the path, True. and then you'd have to do the path. But I did. Why? Yeah, but which why helps was... because they probably thought, oh, how will they know right. what in this environment? You're, you know, other games like Mirror's Edge is a good example. Used color, which I think was really no. Turn that shit off. Use your imagination. I'm sorry. Oh, you can play it without that. But yeah. I lo- I thought that was so Runner Vision. It was cool. But what's cool about Runner Vision is it's not the optimal path. It's not the fastest route. It's just one that At works. At least it's right. And I think that's important in a game like that and a game yes. like this to give you like, because it's a quick yeah. platformer. It's essentially Tinkerbell that you're following. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, and there's also evil evil Tinkerbells that to me look like floating spikes. I like didn't fiery. see them as evil Tinkerbells. I literally just saw them as like embers in the wind. But they, it, <laughs> it, to me, I saw it as like a spike, almost like a... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why, why I saw it as spikes. You kept calling it a spike. It was definitely fire. Yeah, it's definitely just like an ember, like thing but it looks like a i don't know i was getting spike vibes out of it you didn't finish talking about the guinea fowl fuck the guinea fowl it's it not was worth hard it. it was hard it was i it just it wasn't fun and it wraps up so i moved into the aesthetic part because that level is called um oh all the level names are really funny i just they didn't make any sense no the game is trying to tell a story. We'll get into the ghost people after I say this part. Is the game trying to tell a story because i don't get I don't, the story what i mean is the game's trying to be uh a metaphor that's what I think it's sure, to be. but it's trying to be like artsy, artsy, and and like what's the word? I, like deep, deep, and the fucking this this the third level is called don't conform. And you know <laughs> what you do in the level called don't conform? You run from a chicken. <laughs> what do you mean? You run, I'm not. And every level you run from left to right, especially the yeah, don't so conform. Don't call it don't conform. Like the, it just what comes were some across of the other as ones? really. I thought I wrote them down, but I don't, I don't know have them anymore. They were just all like that one. Follow just, your dreams. <laughs> But then, to do with but anything. I really think that like, then seven was like rapids. Yeah. <laughs> so like, guys, what are you trying to do here? I, so that's why I wanted to talk about the chicken. I didn't enjoy that chicken level at all. Yeah. Um, and it's also then has a stupid name that really hammers home my point of like, this is a really weird. What's the word? I, like you, you just said it and I forgot. Deep. Like deep. Fake deep. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they were trying too hard, but I that. It didn't, I'm not trying it to didn't be... ever bring across a message to me besides the fact that the Yarnies were connected by a string. I just feel like more could have been done to like, I think they were trying to with this, yeah. with what was happening in the background, but 
and we'll talk about this. I could not understand what the hell think, was happening. And I don't mean to be sounding mean. I think this may have meaning for the creators, especially oh, yeah. probably the first game. And maybe some players, too. I just yeah, <laughs> I but certainly didn't understand. Went right over my head. <laughs> well, it was just, I think a big problem is all the figures in the background that are doing actions yeah. are smoky, ghost-like figures, almost like they don't really exist. So while you're playing the game, you're in the front plane, and you're running from left to right there. And then in the background, in most scenes, a story is being told about something, and we'll get into the something. <laughs> I, I think it, two people at least. Yeah, but it's being told by ghostly smoke figures coming out of doors and right. running from cops or something. And what? Like, I don't know. It, I, I, I mean, one thing we did catch eventually was that the two, two of the characters, which seem to be, I think, consistent throughout, they changed their color of shirt with whatever Yarny color we were. And I was like, oh, oh that's supposed to be us. That probably adds That's to the confusion. The metaphor. I changed my color quite a bit. But so. that added to our confusion because we didn't notice that till later because I was like, I started to think we would, those were different characters every level because we would change our colors pretty often depending on the color of the level. Just because we were feeling. We were fe- sometimes I'm feeling red, sometimes I'm feeling blue. You sometimes know I'm, I'm feeling green, sometimes I'm feeling light green. That's right. The, the best part of the game, like I said, is the movement, the way Yarny moves around the level. And Worth playing for that. Honestly. Swinging each other. So yeah. it ended up growing on me. Because it was fun towards the at the end. Right. Actually, level seven, the final level. That's the best one. Ooh, should I? Mm. It's barely. It's not that. It's barely a spoiler. spoiler. You get a double jump. Only on the last level. Only for that level. But um, it's fun. Like you're just you're just swinging the whole time, basically yeah, over you're, the rapids. Yeah, you're swinging. You're catching swing points. You're double jumping. You're catching a new swing point. You're double jumping. I think there's even trophies that are like don't touch between this section and this section. Oh, really? Um, but let's talk about this story here. Um, the first game... The first game had a story, and it's written down online. <laughs> go read it, because it's wild. If it's, not, you, it's not wild. It's no, just very it's, dark, much more darker than I thought it would it's be. It's like um, a grandma and her husband, and he has a heart attack, and Yarny's a sad... Everybody's sad, and I didn't think that this game about this cute little yarn guy was going to be a sad, heartfelt story. I mean, from the developer, I remember the developer talking about this game at E3, the first one, and... I kind of got those vibes in that he seemed very, I, I don't know. It seemed like he wanted something big for Yarny. Does that make or sense? Or <laughs> I think that it's a very personal experience thing for him. I would or love to hear like something. what the developers of this game, like talk about this game. Yeah. And as far as the artistic vision. But I think when you make a game co-op, this, this doesn't excuse the story or something, but when you make a game co-op, you're asking for it to be like picked apart as funny or like not funny, what? but- how many times have we played a game and been serious the whole time with each other? Like, it's harder to take a story serious when you get to fuck around with your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think the end of Way Out, we were pretty serious. and that. Yeah, that, you which know. is an interesting thing that doesn't happen a lot. But yeah. I can't think of another game that's like... Yeah, most of the time, cause, because of the be, it being a game. It being thing. a game and you're with your friends. Right, that's true. You're going to make jokes. You're going to laugh. You're going to... And I'm not... I haven't thought about that because it's interesting thinking about a game that's designed to be a serious experience for two players. Because right. I've had absolutely serious experiences. What comes to mind is um, A Tale of Two Brothers yeah, or, as a one-player game. And then his next game had very serious and stuff. And then a way out. And we're <laughs> fucking around splashing each other with water and, and playing banjos. Yeah. So the moment you make a game co-op, I really think... But I would want to see something that tries even y- harder than Unravel. Yes. You're asking for trouble or you're, 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 you're setting yourself up for a very big challenge, which is... Try to be try to tell this serious thing while two people are like holding L two and fucking each other over so right. the guinea fowl eats them and eating Doritos. Yeah. Well, we weren't. 
Well, don't talk about a snack. So I wasn't eating Doritos. We don't eat I hate Doritos. Doritos. I love Doritos. She, but yeah, whatever. I'm too good for Doritos. Anyway, uh, the first story has like a, in the background, I think, is this, it's told the same way, right? Um, what? I'm under the impression that in the first game, the story is told I the same no way. I have no idea. Anyway, very serious and dark. So this story, we don't understand. And we tried to look it up, but it's not on Wikipedia. I was so excited to, is it on Reddit? It might be by now, but when we checked one week ago, it was not anywhere anywhere to be found. So what we did, and we're going to, I want you guys to also tell us what you think the story is. Yeah, if is. you played this game, please write in or DM us on Twitter at Saves Together. Yeah. Or tweet at us. And or like, just give us some idea of what the story is. What do you think the story is? is? And I'm not saying this, none of this, is, if, if this has a very personal message attached to it, I'm not making fun of that part. I can't tell, man. I just can't tell. So <laughs> we, no idea. immediately after beating the game, we wrote down what we think the story was. And then we were going to go compare that to what the real story is, but we weren't able to find that. I just want to say also, I think what doesn't help is that the story is interspersed throughout the level. Um, and it's like the characters come in like every 10 minutes. And I think it's hard to pay attention because it's not one consistent thing. So I kind of forget in between because we're playing what has happened. Yeah. That doesn't help. <laughs> right. But yeah, and I think the ghostly figures. The really. ghostly figures are doing stuff in the background while you're supposed to be jumping. Well, yeah. not always. Not Most of the time we Usually stop. it's like a walking or yeah. like you're slowly walking down a, a incline or something. But regardless, I'm looking at my character. Right, right. Not I'm, the, I'm, not in the I'm sort of forgetting even to look back there. Right. But uh, do, did you write yours down? I wrote yours you down. You wrote mine down. Okay. I'm going to read Grace's interpretation of the Unraveled 2. I'm going to read two. it. It's mine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was very confused. I basically thought at the beginning, because maybe this is just where my brain goes, I thought it was like a boy and a girl who were in love and their father doesn't want them to be together. So they hid in a forest and they're so stupid that they started a forest fire, which is a level in this game. So I assume that these kids like started the fire. They were hiding in the forest and they like, I don't know, made a camp and then it just spread and they started a forest fire. And then they went overboard by trying to stop the fire by going to the dam and letting the dam loose and then flooding the forest. And then they kick a cop into the river at the very end and escape on a raft and the guinea fowl becomes their pet and they live happily ever after, after escaping the um, the tyrant, tyrannical father. That's that's what I think happened. I don't, And I think that the boy and the girl are, you know, code for, or a metaphor for Yarnies trying to also escape um, the oppression of the sparks, the embers, and the guinea fowl. I think you got that backwards, and the yarnies are the metaphor, not the people. I, I that's what I, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Pretty sure the yarnies are fake. I, no, no. But are you sure of that? Because the the dudes being all ghostly figures in the background make me think this is an apocalyptic world where that's only true. yarnies exist, and maybe people have died out, and they're reliving these memories of these figures that no longer exist in this world anymore. That's true, actually, because there's some weird thing at the end that I wrote about. Yeah. That happens that like sort of tells you like, wait, what? So right. maybe, hold on. Okay, now let me read mine. Hold okay, on. Okay, now you do yours. And then let's let's combine those because you know what? You <laughs> might be onto something. I'm always onto something. I'm pretty sure I'm writing all the way down. <clears throat> you gotta stop coughing as a way to clear your throat into the mic. That's the like, I'm about to read theater. Oh, it's like a theater thing? Yeah. I wasn't in drama, so you would know more than that. <clears throat> Neither was I. Really? Two children, one adopted, one not, were going to be abused by their father, so they ran into the woods. The father called the cops on them, and they chased them through the forest to an old sawmill, where the children set it on fire. Realizing they were about to burn down the entire woods, they decided to run 
to the dam. See, we close. This is close. Yep. The runaways flooded the woods and put out the forest fire, but they accidentally flooded everything else, too. <laughs> so uh, the cop that was chasing them, for some reason, floated away on a pallet. Then the kids felt happy, and their souls, the Yarnies, began to dance around and be happy. And that gave the children the inner strength to fight off the mob that chased them to the town square so the evil was defeated. Wait, and why the is Yarnies, there a mob? The Yarnies turned on a lighthouse, which turned in turned it from night to day because the world is all happy again. That makes sense. So there's a thing at the end where the people are, the kids are chased to the, like a town square. Uh-huh. I don't remember this, by the way. Yeah, because it's weird. After the rapids? After you beat the game, the kids are chased to like a town square and then everybody's just friends. They like they like corner them. They surround them. Spirit of Yarny, save the day. <laughs> but I don't understand. I just want to know. What... I don't know. I think we're actually pretty close. Yeah. I think I think you're right that it's a brother and a sister, not two lovers. Because I'm pretty I'm pretty right. sure they that's seemed... their father. I, I was a little. I lost the beginning of the plot a little bit. Because I also didn't know I was supposed to be looking for the plot. Like, yeah, that's one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we didn't realize the first game had a serious story until we started noticing. Like, why why are they running from like a? No, but no, because before we played the game, we looked it up. Did we? Okay. Yeah. I just, I remember being taken aback. I remember yeah. being taken aback that the, <laughs> the first game was like kind of serious. Right. So then I'm, you know, again, none of us know. shitting on this story is like yeah, actually. Yeah, we were if, just curious. I mean, I think we're pretty close, but yeah. it's it's very hard the to tell. The real story is uh, in your heart. That's right. It's it's the experience you had with your friend playing this game. That I mean, That's the real story. Yeah. we and, and you know what else is inside of you? What? Snacks. What did you eat? What would you? What do you think I is a good snack about, for this game? Okay, what's the popcorn brand I've been eating that I've been loving lately? Is it Boom Chicka Pop Pop or something? I feel like I was gonna say we shouldn't call out brands, but for some, but then um, I was like, we do that. Why not? Yeah. Okay, the, there's like a a brand of popcorn. It's like one of those like you know organic ass brands. It's not organic though. I don't think so. I think it's called Boom Chicka Pop. It presents itself it's as healthy pink- <laughs> by looking yeah, at the label. Not. It's a big pink bag of like um sweet popcorn and it's so good and i love it and you should eat it i don't think it's good gaming food though because it does make my fingers stick. i was just gonna say usually popcorns with flavors give you a little residue but it is an addiction for me but i didn't eat any of that because i don't like popcorn that's right um for me yarny snacks yarny snacks it's got to be kind of childlike but serious twizzlers but serious twizzlers kind of like a string (gasps) string thing do you remember string thing no it was like uh what about those rainbow strings uh-huh. The sour rainbow tape. Uh, bu- mm, bubble uh, yum. <laughs> no, that's not a sh- that's not a string snack. bubble thing. String. What's the rolled up? <laughs> what's the rolled what up gum about? called? Hubba bubble uh, bubble, hubba, bubba, tape, bubble tape. Bubble tape. Bubble uh, tape. Any food that's string esque. So Twizzlers, red vines. Oh, um, fruit by the foot. Yes, but string thing because it's string. String I don't thing, know what string thing was is. a fruit snack like Gushers, Fruit by the Foot, Fruit Roll-Ups, except it was string all designed in a pattern on a piece Whoa. of like cardboard, and you would peel it off. What? And it was I've awesome. never had this. They have um, like string ropes too at candy stores that yeah. you can get. Just get like a long string of saltwater taffy and just. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, string related food. Maybe tea. That's the, a lot of them. Maybe tea because like tea has a string on it to get the, the bag out. Do you out. mean drinks? You just said string related food. and then I was tea. saying oh. string. I was encompassing. I was parenthesizing. Okay. Okay. Capping off the food part and moving on to the drink <laughs> part. Craig has troubles with English sometimes. As you can tell. As evident by this Tea's entire. Tea's good. 
tea because it has a string on the thing to get the bag out. Uh, well, um, nowadays, um, what kind of tea do we drink? What's that brand? It's like the brand everyone on the grocery store. It's the it's Celeste, but stop. No more. I love. We're not getting paid by these people. <laughs> I don't care. I'm shouting out them brands, man. Um, Celeste doesn't use strings anymore, so uh, so it can't it can't count. Um, I guess like. Just drink out of a straw. It's kind of like a string that's right. hard. That, that that's enough snacks. They have plenty of recommendations. Now. Anyways, what do you rate the game? Oh, you know, I, every time I want to rate games of three. Every <laughs> single day we do this. Um, you know what? No, I'm gonna give it. Oh Don't say four. It's I'm a three. Give it... <laughs> this game's a three. All right, I'm gonna this give game... it a three point nine. Ooh, I had a good time, I... and I thought it was a short, sweet adventure. I give it a 3.333 repeating. You've said that before. You've absolutely said that before. That's fine. We should like go in and get all our scores from the past Right. Games. So we need to do a graph of what? If we've played the sequels? <laughs> a graph of the sequels. We need to do a graph of... There was. I thought there was two graphs we no, talked about we already. We talked about one. Okay. The If we've done sequels and what our average review scores work out to be, which yeah, is about three, three. probably. <laughs> the average it's of five. It's always three. But no, it's... Uh, I said it already, but... You, the, the game is fun. The rest of it, I just... What? Right. I get you. Is it time for the news? July 15th, Sonic Mania is getting a co-op DLC <gasps> thing. Wait. Oh my god, I want to get Sonic Because like, the original Sonic games totally were co-op. Kind of like tails would be like because as soon as you would lose tails, he would just <laughs> he would just be gone. I remember trying to do this with my brother. Really? Yeah, and then I'd be like, wait, wait, because tails can't catch up. You can barely control tails. Is what really? I'm uh, well, Not gonna you lie. can control tails, but if Sonic goes faster than tails, which most of the time happens, you lose that character. I'm gonna guess they tweaked it. I would hope they so. They probably tweaked it. I don't know. And though. maybe also very true very possibly i might be totally wrong and just an idiot kid so please don't take that with a grain of salt because i might have been doing something wrong um it's going to be five bucks if you already own sonic mania Mm -hmm. or you can get a all-in-one physical copy for 29.99 i want that we should get it maybe i'm not for, You're not for a Sonic being fan? a Sega kid. Well, I just want Sonic Mania. I've wanted it for a while, and this seems like a good time. Maybe you could just try it, and maybe you'll like it. Yeah, for being a Sega person, big time. I think about Sega every day. <sighs> I don't like Sonic that he much. He dreams about the Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, I like Sonic Adventure. Make a, make a Sonic Adventure Mania. <gasps> Sonic what? Mania Adventure. Yeah, there you Sonic go. Sonic Adventureania. You do this a lot. Uh, it's fun to make up words. <laughs> Have you ever played Warframe? No. Me neither, but there's a new co-op activity coming to Warframe. Is it volleyball? Nope. Honestly, it might be. (laughs) I know nothing about Warframe. So uh, don't ask me for details about it because I'm reading the article from Co-Optimus and I don't know what part the co-op is because I don't play the game. There's a lot of words in this article that I don't know what they mean. Oh, man. If you play Warframe, maybe be excited. Look into it. Uh, and finally, we've only got three today, but this one's big. It's because of the drought. It's because of the drought, guys. See? Drought Watch 2019. serious drought. Human Fall Flat is getting online co-op. Oh. That's it. That's not that exciting. I didn't know it didn't already have online co-op. Meh. 
We haven't done our episode on that yet, have we? We haven't. So we played I just, this. I just wanted to talk about Human Fall. That's Pat. an upcoming episode. From I like that us. game. Yeah, we we have lots to say, do we? Well, we have something to say because we played the game and we beat we beat it. Shockingly, we beat that game. So <laughs> what's interesting about it? I don't know how many players the the, the game could play currently. I but think... they're adding eight-person online co-op. Whoa, that would so, be really great. I don't know if it's going from two to eight or just eight to eight, and now it's just online, uh-huh. or four to eight or whatever. Yeah. But that's cool. I don't think we'll ever experience that, but eight nah. people playing that sounds like the right kind of chaos. Right, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about that game in a, pr- in a future episode. Yeah, so. it could be our next Don't miss episode. out. What's it could our be next? our next. I don't know. I, I guess think it's we'll, going to be we'll Human Fall Flat. It. Yeah, I think it will be too, because that's Let's get we it. played it a while ago. Sort of. Not too long, but like long enough that we should make the episode. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's... You want to go make the Human Fall Flat episode? <laughs> let's do it. All right. Take us out of here. All right. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter at Saves Together. We, um, we basically are most active as far as all our social media is on there. We tweet about new episodes, tweet pictures, tweet videos, all that nonsense. Anything that we do will be tweeted there. So you don't right. have to worry about like, well, I don't subscribe on YouTube, which would be nice. Right. But you don't have to worry about that because it'll get tweeted. So that's like our hub. That is indeed our hub. We also on Instagram, same same username at Saves Together. We're on, tum- we're on Tumblr now. If you have a Tumblr, if if anyone out there still uses that cursed site, um, we're at Saves Together. Same same URL, SavesTogether.tumblr.com. We're also on YouTube. We don't have a URL yet because we don't have enough subscribers, and we're kind of slow in uploading videos because obviously the podcast is our is our main um, point of content here. But eventually, we will have more YouTube videos, so you can find that link on our Twitter page. And lastly, you can, I don't remember what I was going to say. I was really on a roll there for a while. Yeah, that was really good. I was impressed. Thank you. I'm glad you were impressed. Uh, Let's go. Oh, I was going to say, we did our first stream ever. It was on Twitch. We're at Twitch um, Saves Together. Same thing. And you can subscribe to us if you want. But we've only ever streamed once. And we actually did upload that to YouTube. It was a Mario Tennis Aces doubles little play session between me and Craig. So you can go check that out on our YouTube page. But we hope to stream more in the future. Yeah, there's plans for some more streams. There's a game coming out soon that I have an idea for a stream. Uh, we're not going to be streamers. So don't like... Yeah, if don't get, if don't that get gets too you, like, excited. excited, I don't really... But you never know. So we just, we're just open it up to all kinds of things we're doing. You know, go check it out. And that's the show. Keep it sleazy. Keep it sexy. Bye.